Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's January 20th. 11.56, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. It was today in history in 1156, if you believe certain Nordic legends, that a Finnish peasant named Lali pursued an unlucky bishop named Henry across a frozen lake and then ruthlessly slaughtered him with an axe. <laughs> I mean, axe to the head. We've covered a lot of grisly ways to die on this show, but I think axe to the head is one of the most visceral. (laughs) Like, it wouldn't last very long, that death, but it makes you shudder still to consider it. The bishop went on to become St. Henry, not so surprising. Somewhat more surprisingly, Lali went on to come 14th in the TV vote for 100 Greatest Finns. (laughs) Well, he is kind of the first Finn known to history. he's, He's the first person from Finland, as distinct from territory occupied by Russia or Sweden, to be written about. Yeah, I mean, it's such a fascinating story because it's really ambiguous in a whole lot of ways. So the story begins with this uh, Christian missionary, Bishop Henry, who in the midst of traveling with his entourage, they stop by a local house and the matron of the house, Kurtu, is home and Bishop Henry asks her for food and hay for the horses, but the matron for some reason either tells him she doesn't have any or simply flat out refuses him. And then according to one version of the legend, Bishop Henry and their men then forcibly take the food and hay. And then after they're gone, the husband of Kurtu, Lali, comes back and he hears what she says has happened. Some version set her up as the baddie, just spinning lies. And he goes out to knock off the bishop who's basically ransacked his home. And so you have this sort of complexity of Lali just not being the bad guy of the piece, even though he kills this bishop. Um, And the Bishop also not being unambiguously the good guy either, because maybe he took off with some stuff that just shouldn't have belonged to him. Can't believe you just said knock off the bishop on a family show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's any consolation, this may never have happened. I mean, they weren't much ones for documentations at this time period, especially of Finnish peasants. So we don't actually know if he existed, but his supposed victim was probably real in some way. He's Mm. an English-born clergyman called Henry. Yeah, so he's known as Henrik in Swedish, isn't he? And Heike in Finnish, if you've Mm. heard of him. Same bloke. Yeah, and supposedly he came along to Sweden initially in the entourage of Cardinal Nicholas Breakspear in 1153. And we know that Breakspear is definitely real. Mm. He later became Pope Adrian IV, to this date still the only English pope in history. And at this time, Scandinavia was in a period of civil war and Breakspear and his entourage seem to have arrived with the mission of helping to reconcile the warring factions and also to bring some order to what was still a relatively young Scandinavian church, including by establishing a separate church in Sweden and that was supposed to be Henry's job he was going to be the Bishop of Uppsala in Sweden according to the only biographical account we have of him he chose instead to travel with the King of Sweden Saint Eric King Eric's later Saint Eric to travel into Finland to quell the heathens and spread Christianity I mean the geographical background to how this may have happened seems convincing 
The story is that Henry was travelling on so-called winter roads, which is still a thing in Finland, where the ice and snow is so deep in the winter that whole new routes reveal themselves and speed up travel times if, rather than with a horse and cart on a dusty road in summer, you're on a sledge. Um, So it sort of makes sense that Henry would be taking this opportunity to traverse areas that otherwise he wouldn't be able to, frozen rivers, etc., and that Lali came after him on skis. The bit that I think there is a question mark about is why did Lali do it? I mean, you've said that uh, his wife didn't supply some straw that just, you know, decapitating someone with an axe and then taking his finger off, a bishop. It doesn't sound like something you'd do to that bloke who'd baptised your children. (laughs) 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 Unless it was a bit more serious than that. I do wonder whether really the story was that he'd assaulted his wife or something. I mean, that's a nice, sympathetic, modern explanation. But when you see the actual Finnish folk poems and songs that the Lali legend arises from... Most of them portray his wife as the villain. Mm. Uh, the idea being that in some versions of the story, Bishop Henry takes the stuff and just leaves, but in others he pays for it. But in lots of the versions, when Lali returns, his wife tells him a very biased, twisted version of events that sends him into a fury. So, like, you know, I mean, it's not exactly surprising that there would be a misogynistic streak running through these <laughs> medieval poems, but very much a lot of them are there to portray him as... It's strange because on one hand they portray him as being kind of deceived by his wife, but they also portray him heroically, so embodying some of the quintessential earthy values of the Finnish Mm. peasant. Yeah, that's right. And in the 19th century, the murder of Henry by Lali became an example for the Finnish fight for independence. You know, you had this increasingly romantic idea of Lali being synonymous with the notional brave peasant who preferred to die defending his own rather than submit himself to foreign lords. And so under that interpretation, you can see why Lali came to top that list of greatest Finns, not only just because he was the first ever Finn recorded, but also because he was standing up for something, and that was the resistance to the foreign invader. So should we talk about what happened to Henry then? Yeah, so everything that we know about Lali comes from, you know, the kind of the folk tradition, which doesn't include that much information about Henry. The information we have about Henry comes from a, I said biography, it was one of those ones, you know, it's like the life of a saint. So it's obviously very much influenced by the writers. A little biased. Mm -hmm. Just a little biased. (laughs) And this was written about 130 years after his death. So again, it's it's biased and it's not contemporary. It takes as a given that he was a martyr, right? That's the starting point. exactly. And crucially in this version, there is no Lali, there is no Axe. Well, how did he Uh, die then? Well, in the, to be fair, it was it, he met Tripped a stick also in this ice. version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just choked on a ice. chicken bone, actually. It's a really sad story. <laughs> well, in this biographical account, which is called The Vita, Henry is killed by a murderer while attempting to bring him to justice. So it's still a pretty gruesome end, but again, it's very much a you know Christian martyrdom. Mm. But the, the fun thing about The Vita is that it is appended by a list of the 11 posthumous miracles attributed to Henry in his quest for sainthood. His saint status is a bit contested because he's referred to as Saint Henry but he actually was around before the Catholic Church kind of agreed on what would make you into a saint so there's like a lot of saints from that period that have never been formally canonized Mm. but I mean I wouldn't go spreading that one round in the Nordic countries they seem pretty pleased with him as a saint so there's like these 11 miracles are obviously meant to be evidence to the reader that he was indeed a saint some of them are really standard you know sight to the blind healing of diseases blah 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 but (laughs) there's another one 
and this is where it kind of connects to the Lali legend. Apparently, a murderer lost his scalp when he put the bishop's hat on. So they've obviously, I think, they've been reading some of those folk poems. And yeah. I love this one. A priest who suffered a stomach ache after mocking Henry. I don't know if you needed a minimum number of miracles, but that one feels like a reach. <laughs> But over time, it became accepted that he was this saintly figure, and even the building where he had slept in Kokomaki the night before his murder became a site of pilgrimage and veneration in itself. People used to go there to collect the splinters from the floorboards and use them as medicine. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> and there, there is still a bit of a, um, a pilgrimage industry around it. The site where the murder apparently happened, Kirkukari Island, is the only Catholic pilgrimage site in Finland. And there's also, if you feel so inclined, there is an 84-mile St. Henry's Way pilgrimage route, which takes you between the lake and his burial site. And if you want to visit some of Henry's bones or at the very least some of someone's bones you can do so in Turku Cathedral so there is still a bit of a cottage industry around Henry just don't stop off somewhere along the way and ask anyone for straw (laughs) (laughs) well for a large part of the last century locals preserved the winter roads that I was talking about superstitiously believing that if you ever ploughed it or even ploughed the neighbouring field a great evil would descend on the village because Henry was somehow protecting it, which is weird because it it had not gone well for him. That's yeah. the bit I don't understand. Yeah, like this holy site is where he died. Like he didn't want to die. I suppose famously, you know, it usually doesn't end terribly well for saints and martyrs. So, you know, yes, for all their true. powers, they don't necessarily yeah. get to wield them in their lifetime. Um, guys, I said that Lali was voted 14th greatest Finn in yes. Surat Swamalazet, the Finnish version of 100 Greatest Britons. Mm-hmm. Any guesses for number one, or indeed any of them? Can you think of a Finn? Who's yeah, exactly. Finn? Mm. This made me feel terrible. I when feel I read like the there's list. a um, Raikkonen, the Formula One driver. Is he a Finn? Oh, good uh, one. That, he is he a Finn, Finnish. but this happened in 2004, and I don't oh. think that he'd reached. Three Raikkonen famous Finns. Now I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Carl Gustav Emil Mannerheim, the World nope. War Two Commander in Chief and President of Finland. No, okay. No, I mean I'm none the wiser, but I'm sure he was a great man. <laughs> Basically, it was the Finnish version of 100 Greatest Britons, and it was topped by the Finnish version of Churchill. <laughs> I've just I've just looked it up, and position 11 was occupied by Matti Nakainen, a four-time Olympic gold medalist who is also known for his later ill-advised careers as a singer and stripper. (laughs) I feel like we need a spin-off series of just famous people from Finland. People obviously are ignorant, aren't they? I'm sure these are all great stories. And they're all people that would let you have their hay. No worries. (laughs) And so another week of retrospecting ends. But next week begins a day early at Club Retrospectors. Join us now to get an exclusive episode every Sunday. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.